What is time? Time can mean very different things to different people. For most, time is probably just the minutes that passes by every single day. For others, it might mean a lot more. It might even be symbolic, because how we perceive time depends on where we are in our current state, and also where we are in our life cycle. Time works the same for all of us. We all go through the same minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, years. We all age. There is a cost in time. But what differs from one person to another is the varying amount of time we have on this earth. Every minute that we spend doing something. Is costing us a minute of our lives, literally. So, in that aspect, one can say that the question of what is time is a question of what are we willing to spend our time for, our life force, if you will. In some languages, when people die. They don't actually say that people died. They say, "This person has run out of time." And so, time is, in a sense, sort of this currency of life—a finite currency that we get to spend every single day, so as long as we have them. And the question would be, how do we want to spend it? Think for a moment that if I was your doctor, and I told you that you had seven days to live, what would you be doing right now? Probably not listening to this podcast. What are some of the things that you did today? Would you have done these very same things if you knew you had very limited time to live? Probably not. So then, why do we do these things? Partially because some part of us thinks that we're going to live forever. Now we all know that we're going to die sometime, but that's not the way that we live. That doesn't stop us from doing the meaningless things that we do. So, if we all know that we are going to die at some point, then why aren't we doing the things that matters to us now? Well, one reason is because we think there's always going to be tomorrow. We just assume we have this illusion that tomorrow is always going to be there. Because tomorrow was there yesterday, it was there day before, and therefore it must come tomorrow. It has to. So we're able to procrastinate, we're able to plan ahead, and 
every aspect of things that we do is this assumption that we're simply going to wake up tomorrow and have more time to do whatever it is that we want to do. There is never this idea that tomorrow might never come. Even though we know that is a reality. Every day we see on the news, people die. Whether it's from violence, accidents, natural causes, and the list goes on and on. But whenever we see these things, we just assume that nothing like that is ever going to happen to us. And so we live on with our lives and we continue to spend hours and hours of our time on social media, checking to see what kind of food our favorite celebrities ate and posting pictures of where we've been and what we've done, trying to impress people that we ultimately don't really care about. But we should take the time to occasionally think about our mortality. Because when we do, we tend to see life in a different light. We think about how we want to spend our time. What are the things that really matters to us most? When we know that we have a limited time left on this earth, we have this ability to immediately shed all the things that we simply just do not care about. All the things that matter so much to us, even just moments ago, suddenly no longer matters. We don't think about money. We don't think about impressing our friends. We don't think about materialistic things. All we're left are the things that really matters to us most. And so it's important to occasionally consider that tomorrow may not be here because it really puts an emphasis on what is it that we need to do today. Think about the people who have lived through near-death experiences for a moment. If you know any of such person and you talk to them and you ask them about their experience, the first thing that they'll probably tell you is that life is short. The second thing that they'll probably tell you is do all the things that you have to do now. And we can all understand this in some way, but the feeling of urgency is vastly different for those that haven't really been through a near-death experience. And for these people that have, it's hard for them to, to truly depict exactly how they're feeling. Because something in their head has changed. And for the most part, after their experience, everything is still the same. The people around them are still the same. Their environment is still the same. The world is still the same just as it had been before their experience. But something in their mind has changed, and that changes everything. And for many people, it's hard for them to put a finger on just what is different. 
but they just know that life is not going to be the same moving forward. But what is different is their perspective. Everything that they thought they've ever known, that they've been told were important, the idea of money and making a living and showing people you're successful and this this new era where we're constantly doing things for attention and likes and follows, all of these things that the world deems important suddenly isn't. And there's sort of this this phase of shock that is really hard to get over. I know this because I've been through a death experience myself. And when they brought me back to life, I found myself on a hospital bed with cables all over me, IVs, pick lines, you name it and had everything, all of these things just hooked up to me. And at that moment, I wasn't really thinking about death. When you're on your deathbed and the doctor tells you that there's nothing more that they can do for you, you go through all of the emotions. You go through the denial, then the grief, then anger, then gratitude, and then you go through acceptance. And by the time you go through acceptance, you're not even thinking about dying anymore because you already know it's imminent and you've made your peace with it. And so the only thing that's left on your mind is what are the things that I want to do left with my time? And for me, it was to make amends. It was to tell people how I feel about them. It was to try to fix some of the things that I had messed up on. These were the only things that mattered to me. And I didn't have enough time to accomplish them. Of course, I got a second chance in life now. And I never take these moments for granted anymore. When I have something to tell someone, I tell them. When I made a mistake, I correct it right away. When I have something that I need to share with someone, I make the time to do that immediately. Because I know that at any moment, I can walk out the door and get hit by a car, and that'd be the end of it. But to have this opportunity to have this kind of clarity and to have a second chance to relive my life and put at the forefront of the things that are truly important, there's nothing more that I could possibly ask for. And this is how I live my life now. And every now and then, I come back to this thought and this feeling that I was feeling when I was laying on that bed. And I remind myself of those exact vibes of fleeting time and not having enough time to, to do the things that I really needed to do. And if we can all occasionally have this level of consciousness 
every now and then just think that tomorrow might not be here. So, what are the things that I absolutely have to do today? To live our lives doing the things that matters to us most. Sharing our precious moments with the people that we love. And doing the things that fulfills our souls. If we can do all of that, we would have lived a wonderful life. And we would get to rest in peace. And that is all that we can really ask for. So the question that we need to ask ourselves is, do we want this clarity now? Or do we want this clarity when it's too late?